from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into our Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and so very, very excited for today's guest, one of the newcomers to Husker Volleyball, but certainly not a newcomer to college volleyball, All-American, middle blocker, transfer from Penn State, Caitlin Horde. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Well, how's it going? How are you settling in? It's been good. It's been a big change, but in a good way. So very happy, very thankful to be here. What have been some of the big changes that have uh, taken place for you? Well, I mean, I've just been at Penn State for four years. Mm -hmm. I kind of grew up there, so anything is a change from that. Right. Yeah. So what's uh, what's it been like working with the team? I know you guys can't have team workouts right now, but doing a little things on your own. What's what's been going on for you guys right now? Yeah, it's been awesome just getting to know the girls all over again from a different perspective. They're no longer the enemies anymore. They're, <laughs> they're my teammates now, but we've, de- we've been doing lifts in the morning every day except for Wednesdays, which is yoga days, and then we do open gym after that, so yeah. Hot yoga, we were talking yeah. before we started recording. Hot mm-hmm. yoga, are you a fan of that? Um, off and on, <laughs> off and on. It's not really strenuous yoga. It's like stretches more for mm-hmm. recovery and getting mobility so not is that a john cook idea hot yoga i believe it is yeah (laughs) he actually did one session with us so that was pretty awesome oh that's fun yeah well take me back through you decided to transfer you know what went through that decision process when you thought you know i want to play my my last year somewhere else Mm -hmm. yeah so i've loved volleyball ever since i started and going to penn state was like a dream come true but unfortunately i kind of fell out of love with the sport. And so I wanna play as long as I can. And the next step for me is definitely gonna play overseas and maybe Olympics. But before I go to a foreign country, I wanna make sure that I'm happy and that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So I thought maybe I should fall back in love with the sport and then take my chances out in foreign land. So that's, that's kind of where my head was at. So when you enter the portal and you could have gone anywhere, when you picked Nebraska on an official visit, did you have any inclination at all when you're about to go on all these official visits? I know you didn't take all of them. Did you have any leaning one way or another, or were you completely going into it open-minded? I mean, I won't lie. I actually was at the uh, Final Four tournament, and so seeing Nebraska play and seeing just how – genuine their reactions were after every play like how excited they got for each other that definitely kind of sparked something in me I was like wow that that seems really awesome to be a part of and so I kind of had that in the back of my mind through the entire process but for the most part I was like I'll go anywhere as long as I feel like this is the right decision for me and I think I can be happy so yeah so you come here and you immediately fall in love what was it that was it The second you got here, was it something that happened? Was it the whole thing? How did you fall in love with it? I mean, it's really hard to put into words, but it's kind of more like a feeling, Mm -hmm. like very genuine again. I didn't feel like they were trying to sell me anything. I believed everyone, and so I just acted on it, and I said, I'm coming here, and canceled all the rest of the visits, so the rest is history. 
a lot of people wouldn't do that. They would take their time, and even though they felt like this was right, mm -hmm. they'd still go visit and see everything else. Why did you make the decision, okay, I'm, I'm done, this is it for me? It just kind of felt right, you know? I was actually hanging out with the girls and just loved seeing them interact, and I was like, guys, is it okay if I come here? And they're like, yeah, and then we all started jumping up and down, so it was, it was super awesome. I just had to act on it. I didn't even tell my parents, but I went back to the hotel and was like, I did it, and my mom was like, I thought you would, so. <laughs> was it weird at all? Because, I mean, Penn State, Nebraska, volleyball have such history and mm -hmm. rivals and, and all of that. Was it weird at all, you know, going through that process with someone that's been a rival? I mean, not like you would think uh -huh. so. I kind of put all of that out of my mind and just said, I'm gonna start over and not hold any grudges. Like when I was younger, I remember saying, I'm not gonna play for a school that's red because <laughs> where I'm from, like the red schools were the enemy always. So like silly things like that. So this was a more mature decision and I had things that I was specifically looking for and I think Nebraska checked all those boxes. It's awesome. So, you know, I wanted to go back to your background and you started playing volleyball late. You were late into the sport. You're a basketball player. So mm -hmm. can you tell, take us through that and how you got into volleyball in the first place? Yeah. So I actually played basketball in like a co-ed league my last year of basketball um, with boys and girls. So that was that was fun. And then I did just girls, but it was a lot of physical contact for me. And sometimes when the competition is high and my emotions get high, I don't like to be touched too much. <laughs> so I was just like, basketball is not really for me. So I kind of took a break from sports eighth grade year. And then when I got to high school, I was actually um, like on a tour for my high school. And while we were walking through the hallways, we ran into the volleyball coach. He's like, you should try out. I'm like, okay, sounds fun. And so I tried out and just kind of clicked. Wow. It wasn't very good. I was going to were you good? At, <laughs> no, not at all. It took me forever to learn how to actually do the approaches and remember that you actually have three contacts because every time I'd get the ball, I'd just kind of send it over right away. So it took a long time, but... I'm here now, so it worked out. So when did it click? When did you think, okay, I'm pretty good at this? I would say my sophomore year mm -hmm. in volleyball maybe, so like 15. I think my first season in club, yeah, 15. So I remember just going through one camp, I think it was my first camp, and it was actually my first club coach, she said something, she's like, you have the chance to go to the Olympics if you keep at this. And I was like, man, I just started. And she said that. So that kind of clicked in me. And I was like, how high of a level can I really get to? So that's always kind of been back in my mind uh, trying to achieve. Wow. So your dad was a big basketball player, played mm -hmm. at Kentucky, was drafted in the NBA. What was that like uh, growing up with a, a guy that was such a phenomenal athlete? It was awesome. I mean, I remember going to the Y and him teaching me how to do like the hook shots <laughs> and all that stuff. So always had that good background of athletics and my parents were never really too pushy about you have to be perfect all the time, which I think is good because now I'm my own 
worst critic, and so I think I know when I'm not performing the way I need to be, and I can, you know, change when I need to, so. I read a, an article that he had said about you that you've always been a hard worker, that he never had to push you very much, but he, I, I saw where he uh, had said that he, you, for you to write down goals, and you had goals that you wrote down. Is that something that you still do? Yeah, I mean, I don't have them written down because they're they're up here mm -hmm. kind of engraved in my mind now but he always taught me like think about your goals either before you go to bed or when you wake up so I still do that so how much did you know him being a high-level athlete help you become the high-level athlete that you are it definitely inspired me um, just seeing what he was able to accomplish um, makes me want to do the same thing and see how high I can get and what level I want to compete at. So when you told him that, hey, I'm going to switch to volleyball, I'm not going to play basketball, what was that conversation like? Um, I told my mom first because I was <laughs> like, I don't know how he's going to take it. He definitely didn't take it well. He was a little mad, but I think once he saw how much in love with volleyball I was, he was kind of like, yeah, this makes sense. So Is he a big volleyball dad now? Still still learning, but yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked to a couple of football players. It seems like people that play basketball, some of that footwork transfers over into sports. Has you, have you found that, that growing up with a basketball background has played into you as a volleyball athlete? Definitely, yeah. I think it's helped my lateral movement because there's like a lot of shuffling in basketball. And so I think that's one of my better skills in volleyball is I'm able to move one side or the other a lot faster or smoother than some others. I, I saw you posted a picture. You were, I think, in, were you, was it a karate, taekwondo? Um, oh, yeah. On your was, Instagram? Yeah. So the, basketball, not the only sport yeah, you did growing up. I did karate for six years, and then this past semester, to kind of stay in shape, I actually took up kickboxing, too. Oh, so wow. That brought a little... Uh, refresher from the olden days of karate back so how'd you get into karate um something my dad did when he was younger and he he was uh kind of saying like it's gonna help you with your footwork if you do decide to play sports later and it's also good to know self-defense as a as a kid just in case you know absolutely yeah. did you break all the boards and stuff trying to <laughs> I, I didn't have much muscle back then so that was a little tough but yeah that's awesome. So when you come here and, and you start kind of getting involved with the team, how does how did you approach knowing you knew a few players, but knowing that you needed to kind of get in and, and get to know these players, how did you approach coming into this team? Honestly, I was felt like a freshman all over again. I was kind of like, wow, this is crazy. Like I'm the new person on campus that don't really know where anything is don't really have somebody to come in with. So it was a little bit tough, but some of the girls kind of saw that and were like, we want you to be a part of this team. Like, we're happy you're here. So that, that definitely helped out a lot, just knowing that they genuinely wanted me to be there. So so you played with Kenzie Knuckles, right? Mm -hmm. And against Nicklin? Um, so me and Nicklin, well, against Kenzie, too, because okay. we were all on, like, rival club teams, I think, pretty much all of my high school career. <laughs> uh, their team was pretty tough, yeah. So, uh, what, 
what team was it? Kenzie was on Monsiana, and then Nicklin was on K2. So anytime we had to play them, we knew we had to be on our A game. Has that been helpful, though, knowing that you did have a little bit of knowledge other than just playing them Penn State, Nebraska? Yeah. You, you did go back a little bit further than that. Has that helped? Yeah, for sure. And then we'll, like, say, like, a couple of things about it. So definitely a nice walk down memory lane seeing them. Yeah. So you graduated, degree in communications. Mm -hmm. What are you, what's your goal now, uh, education-wise here? So I'm actually doing a graduate program. It's called the Applied Science Program, and it's more of like a entrepreneurship type of thing where you build your classes towards whatever career field you wanna do later in life, or if you wanna create a business. And so as of right now, I'm kind of thinking I wanna create a business and so I want, because I have really big feet, and I know a lot of women in the volleyball community do too, so I kind of want to create a company that caters to women with big feet. So That's amazing. Yeah. Do you already have designs in place, sneakers, high heels? What, what kind of shoes? I was kind of thinking the whole nine yards, oh, but got to get somebody with an artistic eye to help me out a little bit so that I can kind of translate my designs a bit easier. Are you are you into fashion then? Um <laughs> a little bit. I got my own style, I think. So, I don't know if anybody else would like it, but I got my own thing going, yeah. What a cool idea was there? I mean, I know having big feet, but was there a moment that you're like, "Hey, this would be something that would be cool to do?" Just kind of the fact that I know it's hard for me to find shoes. I wear men's shoes most of the time, so it's more of a need that I think needs to be addressed, so. And then what about, you know, the NIL opportunities here? How much has that been exciting for you to, to tackle here? Yeah, that's definitely super exciting. Nothing in the works yet, but hopefully I'll get a little something going, so yeah. Has, was that something though um, that was attractive to you being that, you know, you, you look at the Final Four, for example, and a lot of the top NIL athletes for volleyball, like four of the top six and six of the top 10 came from Nebraska. Was that appealing to you? Is that exciting to you knowing that, that Nebraska volleyball is supported really well here? Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't hurt, but <laughs> I didn't have, we didn't really do anything like that at Penn State. So it wasn't a top thing for me to have. So definitely a benefit. Yeah. But being that you want to get into business, it has to be you mm -hmm. know, the opportunities that you could build around that. Yeah, for sure. That would definitely help out a lot. Mm -hmm. So have you already built your class schedule then? Um, I have kind of a little bit still working on it, but I think we're going to finalize my classes later this week. So, um, so when you, uh, you think about you played here, and the crowds that were here and how wild it got. How exciting is that to know that you're going to be on Team Nebraska in, mm -hmm. inside, uh, inside in front of this crowd this year? It's super exciting. I mean, I know how I feel or how I felt when we played here. It's just an incredible atmosphere. And one thing I like about this crowd being on the other side is they cheer for just good volleyball. So regardless of if it was Nebraska scoring, if it was a long rally, and maybe we won the point, they would still cheer, which was super awesome. So I'm excited to be on the opposite <laughs> end of that and have the cheers regardless, but I'm super excited. What was your favorite atmosphere to play in that wasn't Penn State? Um, I'd probably have to say here. Really? Yeah, just 
every time we came, the crowd was full and lively, so that's definitely very appealing. Okay, other than Nebraska, then what was second best? Hmm. Let's see, let's see. Wisconsin was a super intense atmosphere, too. I yeah. think we played near Halloween, because I remember some people being dressed up, so that was kind of fun to be a part of. You know, and you talk about the atmospheres, and you were at the Final Four, and, and the crowd there, the record crowd, and the record numbers on, on television. What does it mean to you to be a part of the growth of this sport, and how people are really invested in this sport, and it continues to grow every single year? Yeah, it's incredible. I'm happy volleyball is so huge now because I didn't have it at my middle school, hardly knew about it in high school, so um, super excited for young females to get involved and find a passion at a younger age. Well, you're playing for a legendary coach in John Cook. You just played for a legendary cook, or legendary co coach there at Penn State. What was it like playing under Russ Rose and, and just learning from him for those four years? I think the the main takeaway that I have from being coached by him is just always giving your effort, 100% effort, even when you think you don't have anything else to give, go after every ball and yeah, you play you play for the ones around you. So, what's what's your goal? What do you hope to accomplish while you're here in a Nebraska uniform? Yeah, um, obviously a national championship would be pretty mm -hmm. sweet. A uh, Big Ten championship would be uh, really sweet as well. But I really want to fall in love with the sport again. That's kind of a main goal for myself be the best middle blocker that I can be and be a great teammate. So those well, are my goals. I love it. Love it. Well, we're so excited to have you here. Thanks for spending some time with us. I know Husker fans are stoked you're here in Lincoln. Thank you.